how his country needs him here. Cristiano Ronaldo, yes! Oh, yes! Nani. Rooney! Oh, wonderful! What a goal! And what a time! In what a place! What a play! Wayne Rooney out of this world! Comes out to Essien! Oh, my goodness. What an unbelievable strength. It's pretty young back again. Push out by Bartes. Wilton! Arsenal have scored yet again in the Premiership. And this could be the most crucial goal of all. The full-time whistle. It's glory, glory, Tottenham Hotspur. What's up, guys? And welcome back to the fourth instalment of the Pace and Power podcast. I'm your host, Ed Dowling. With me today... We have Temi, our Manchester United correspondent. Please say hello. Hello. We've got Hamerson there with the no screen, our Chelsea correspondent. Please say hi. Good evening. Down there on the bottom screen, we have... What is Ham- Hamerson, what are you doing? <laughs> what is happening here? Another one? <laughs> Two Hamersons? <laughs> Dixon, down there in the bottom of the brand new headset. Please say hello. Howdy. And then finally, last but not least, we have Pat. Please greet the people. <laughs> Yeehaw, indeed. Today, of course, we're Get your own about... thing. <laughs> <laughs> Today, of course, we're talking about embarrassing moments. But before we move on to that, we will, of course, round up all of the week's action, including the European games, as much as I hate to talk about that. I think we'll start. <laughs> I think we'll start with Arsenal. I think we'll start with Arsenal. Was it 1-0 Olympiacos? Just run yeah. us through the game. You know. um, I, I don't think this will take very long. Uh, it was a very, very boring affair. We were miles off the pace. Um, I, I think it was pretty clear to see that going into it, our players and our setup was just like, look, we've, we've basically got this in the bag. No North London team could possibly throw a lead like this away. So we'll just close it out and we'll get into the next round. I'm, I'm cutting that out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> ultimately, that's what we did. It was... Uh, I actually, I have no recollection of what happened that game. I can't remember a single thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I think the goal was Ceballos for his third match running, maybe. Making yeah. a, a, a direct uh, mistake leading to goal. Third match running, meant, but actually fourth occasion of it. because uh, I think it's four and two. Yeah, I think it's four and three games he's yeah. done at the moment, which is quite an impressive streak. If that was a strike rate, that would be, that'd be top form, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah. Like Sergio Aguero well, this, this guy really thinks he's going back to Real Madrid <laughs> for their starting lineup, which is yeah, incredible. Then, okay, I, so what it was, it was a one 0 win, right? I mean, one 0 win for Olympiacos. Like, really, no one cares. Like, it is what it is. You're in the fruit of the next round, and you yep. have Slavia Prague. Racismo right. FC, yeah, Rassismo yeah. FC. <laughs> I'm looking forward to fe- us fielding a, a, that, a full team of black players, yeah, and <laughs> smashing them. You yeah. know they're gonna win. You know it. I know it. I want to see someone useless to our side get themselves banned for the rest of the tournament. I.e., Willian putting oh, that would be great. Some somehow like a three-footed <laughs> And we're off. There we go. We're off to a storming start. Yeah, I think I think you'll comfortably dispatch. Uh, that team, Slavia Prague. I think they're a tough. They are literally the crack Eastern European. Oh athlete. yeah, but I think I think Arsenal will have too much quality. Personally, I'm actually. I've seen a lot of banter on the timeline about it already. I actually, I'm setting myself up for disappointment here, but I have very few worries about this. They're like, we should be going on paper. We should be going through no problem before getting dumped out in the round after that to Emery's team. Mm. Um, Let's hope. But yeah, so. I mean, looking for, looking forward to it. Uh, okay. Should be should be a good one. I I think I think Arsenal as a club has has gone. I think it's gone. I I I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing after Tottenham's horrific embarrassment at the weekend. I'm seeing people tweet North London is red. You just <laughs> lost one 0 at home to Olympiacos. Yeah, and, 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 and if and if Olympiacos brought anything like the quality that whatever bloody team Tottenham faced uh, brought, then they through. <laughs> They would have gone through. I'm telling you, Arsenal were awful, yeah. and I I cannot believe I cannot believe you got away with it with a smile on your faces. To be honest, like, yeah, I, yeah, I, no. I can't argue with that. But like, I've kept receipts. They've, they've got Socrates as a as a starting. I saw a couple back. people. 
I saw a couple. They've not of got the quality. One of which in this group chat itself, uh, moving quite crazy on the timeline. So I've kept. I... <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm, I'm calling. I'm sitting back. <laughs> I, I may have said words to the effect of this is the most I've enjoyed football all season. Yep, no, no, no. <laughs> my, team, my team lost. <laughs> uh, were we talking last episode about how Everton fans would be like yeah. Cheer, <laughs> yeah. cheering when Liverpool conceded goals even though they were losing? And I, I'm very guilty of this this time around. Um, I, I was... I uh, my mood the way my mood went through the roof when I stopped watching my own team was uh was powerful. Horrible, right? Watching your own team? Yeah. Fuck that. Okay. Uh moving on, Man United one, AC Milan nil. It really the only two words I can describe that is job done. It won't go game, job done is what it is. Fucking Joe Hart social media manager thought he was working at Man United. It is it is job done oh. tick emoji. <laughs> it really is. Uh, that that was that was all you can say about the game. I actually, I really can't remember it. I watched it for 90 minutes. I just don't remember anything about it. I, I don't remember who scored. Oh, Pogba. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Pogba on his return. That was nice. Yeah, it was a good goal. Um, uh, but yeah, we just played the game we had to play. It was boring. It was really, really boring to have the job yeah, done. Yeah, it was, it. it was just job done. What we should have done. What Tottenham should have done, you did. So I can't fault you for that. You've got that. Like, uh, we've worst we've got Granada. Um uh, again, just like Pat, I, I'm sure this will be a jinx, but I see, I see no problems here whatsoever. Um, I just, I, th- I think it'll be fine. Um, through to the next round, hopefully, just another drop done. I don't think, I don't think we'll set the world alight. I think we'll probably play our second team. Um, uh, maybe in the second leg, if we've done enough in the first one, should be okay. Right. Should be right. One word on the on the United Milan tie, which was billed as you know really amazing tie, and obviously. It, Completely failed to live up the expectation. Um, Ahmed Diallo, he looks like a good player. That goal he scored at Old Trafford, I thought that was very, very well taken goal. I thought immediately, oh, they've got another star boy on their hands. Fucking, we've only got one, you know, and you've got like four. You know, that little twist, Chicharito. He, head he looks, like, he looks great. Exactly that. Exactly that. I saw it. I was like, oh, Chicharito, amazing. Um, <laughs> Good as well because that's not that's not what he's supposedly good at. He's more like a uh, well, he's supposed to be a Nicholas Pepe if he were good if he were good type <laughs> of, um, uh, sort of in, in your Robin mold, but black, uh, which is what Pepe is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so the fact that he can he can finish like that with his head as well that's a great added bonus. It's just more about awareness, isn't it? He sees where he is and I'm to get sure. it on the like that. Anyway, speaking of underperforming, massive flops. Hamson, please tell us about Timo Werner and <laughs> Chelsea. Ooh, ooh, I mean, you say that, but yeah. Wednesday... Look. <laughs> I picked the wrong game for that segue, Jesus. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that, Ed, because Pat will back me up here. Werner on Wednesday night it was probably his best game in a Chelsea shirt, to be fair. It didn't score, but the assist for, for ZX goal, very, very nice indeed. Put it on a plate for him. And yeah, once again, Atletico, boring, boring FC. And um, we we slapped a 2-0, easy win. Adjudication, adjudication panel, adjudication panel, Slaps. adjudication panel. Slap. Win. For two, <laughs> a, a two goal win. That is, that is like the furthest thing from slapping I've ever seen. I do agree with you. I thought he was very good. I thought he, he was a constant menace to Atleti's back line. And I thought his, his assist was very good. Um, I would say, I think, like, if Werner had been a success up to now in any significant way, we wouldn't be talking about... even even 10 goals. Yeah, we, we wouldn't <laughs> be talking about his performance. We'd, we'd say it was a good performance. Because he's been so bad, we're like, oh, Werner, well done. You didn't suck. Um, yeah. So, he yeah, didn't I think... duck is more, is more what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. did <laughs> suck, though. Somebody who did suck, though, did actually score. I, I thought um, Ziyech was, was terrible for most of the I game. think he stinks, mate. I think he's Horrendous bad. Game. He is pants. He's, he's so bad. To save his life. <laughs> yeah, and this he goes really back to this, I remember, I don't think I've seen, like, a player so gratuitously overhyped after, like, a couple of good performances. <clears throat> he, I remember he had two games in a row where he got, like, a goal or an assist, and... I was seeing like comps of his season up to then uh, on Sky Sports. I was like, me. It, it was a goals oh, yeah. and assists compilation in which there was one of each. <laughs> <laughs> was it like so, twenty seconds long? <laughs> yeah. So since since then he's been. He's I been don't know. Poor. Like, I think 
what is to blame for Ziek being overhyped is one thing and one thing only, and it's that video of him spraying the ball in an Ajax shirt from one end of the pitch to the other. Yeah. And it's that a is great it. video. It, it's, it's so good. Video. It's so good. It's I, really, I don't doubt it's a very, very nice video. I was hearing like <laughs> Z-Tech, all this bullshit, like, oh, he's so good. He's going to change Chelsea. Like, he has done nothing. He's literally done nothing. It reminds me of, um, do you remember there was that one, I mean, it's a, a different case because I think Pogba's turned out to be a good signing for United, but do you remember at Juventus there was um, there was a Pogba goal which was filmed oh, from a really good angle and everyone was like, nah, this guy's the best player in the world. Uh, Ziyech had the a banana good banana pass the at an angle. It's funny because I think maybe that was when I was doing my animals, so I, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching as much football as I, as I am now. <laughs> And at the time, that was basically all I'd seen of Pogba since he had left uh, United and then just before the Euros when I saw him a lot. Yeah. And based on that video and that video, I was like, of course, of course, we have to break the world record on him. He's the best player in the world. <laughs> so <laughs> those videos can have quite the effect, to be fair. But OK, wrapping up the, the Chelsea, because honestly, like Chelsea, Atletico, it's never, ever going to be an enjoyable game, is it? And it weren't for anyone. Oh, no, um, no Atletico game is. Don't put the blame blame solely on them. (laughs) It wasn't Atleti's fault that game was boring. It was equally your fault. Chelsea are so boring to watch. Today's game was great. We got battered by Sheffield. Did you lose the game? I I literally don't know. No, no. Adjudication panel battered. (laughs) 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 Wait, what what was the score? I don't even know. In the second half. Chelsea slapped them 2 0. You won. You can't say you got battered. You got battered 2 0, but you won. Fuck off. Adjudication panel. We could have easily conceded two or three in the second half. They literally missed a few sitters. We were. Awful. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to take away from that though, Dan, because they were awful. Was it a strong lineup from Chelsea? Mount, Giroud. Uh, not really, to be fair. It was what formation weird... is this? Is Mount in goal? One one. <laughs> we were playing. We were playing four three three. It was a weird. Giroud right mix. back. Love that. All right. Um. Yeah. Very much moving past that though, because Chelsea uh, is so boring. Um. You got Porto <laughs> in the next round. I pray with. I don't know why you're so heart. happy. With We've all my lost. soul, <laughs> that that Chelsea lose in, in in hopefully embarrassing fashion to the mighty mighty Porto, a team I actually quite like. To be fair, I think they're a very good team. What are your thoughts, Emerson? I mean, like you just said, you're you're praying for a Porto win. I will be frankly distraught if we don't win. Absolutely, Tammy, stop praying. <laughs> I will be absolutely distraught if we are not in the semis of the Champions League this year. That is that is all, all there is to say. And they, they have a couple of players on the yellows as well. I saw earlier Pepe got injured. He's torn his calf or something. If we are not in the semis, I will be gutted. Right, well, clip, right clip that and you clip that and use it for a future <laughs> trade. And I think what we do is if if Chelsea go out to Porto, which is a possibility, I think we'll do a special it's, episode. It is a possibility. It's by no no, I, given, I, I think but... we'll do a special episode, Giant Killings. Not even Jack Hayes, biggest bottle jobs in history. And we will talk <laughs> exclusively in excruciating detail about that game specifically. It will, yeah. No one will I mean, like I, it. No one will listen I know. to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I also, any of, our, uh, any of our fans who like to, uh, to make songs, if someone could remix that, if Chelsea lose, I'd like <laughs> to hear a little change. A little, a little chop, chop and screwed Havison, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we had a pretty intense discussion on our, on our group chat about this draw because my perspective is that Porto fans are going to be equally happy to have gotten Chelsea as Chelsea are to get Porto I think Chelsea are acting like Porto are some absolute nothing side which obviously isn't true um, we all we all watched the Juve game Juve suck but Porto were they were great and I personally think Chelsea are going to really struggle I don't think it's going to be an easy game at all um, I I will say in the moment obviously when we were talking about it after the draw it's kind of the instant excitement of, oh, yes, we haven't got Bayern or City. There is a very good chance now we are in the semis of the biggest football competition, club competition. And like I saw a similar thing earlier with, with United, like all over Twitter. The draw happened at halftime, didn't it, for the cup semis. All over Twitter, I see United fans going, oh, yes, we're going to have Southampton in the semis. Yeah, I, uh, I pushed and- the air. 
and and yeah. and then they, and then they go and go and throw it away. You know, that's, so that's not that's the same. Exactly that's not the same. Like. Thing. <laughs> I feel like when I, when I was obviously like, oh my god, yes, we're basically in the semis. That was the in the moment excitement because it's by we had a semi as well. <laughs> I think Porto will be a very tough test. I think they're they are a tougher test than a few teams in the next round. I think I think personally they're a tougher test than Real Madrid. That's what I would say right now. Uh, I mean, their, I their manager has said they from. will eliminate you the same yes. way they did Juventus. Even with Ronaldo, Juventus. You, you just got battered world. by Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> Nil two. Sheffield Twitter account tweet job done afterwards. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. This is, this is only the European but, uh, aspect of the roundup. Oh, God. Yeah, to get through to just for the roundups alone. Hammerson, yeah, so. final thoughts on the game, please. And the draw. Um, yeah, draw. Very, very happy game. Very, very happy. I couldn't, couldn't have asked for more. Enough. I think you, you have every right to be happy with both the draw yeah. and the game. I just think, you know, every good-willed human being on the planet will be praying for a Porto victory <laughs> in the next round. Okay, next up for the final European game that we have to talk about. Of course, oh. I set up a podcast when we have our two most fucking embarrassing games in my recent... Oh, sit history. tight, everybody. We have... I want silence, please. We have... <laughs> Dynamo Zagreb from Croatia 3 Palo Hotspur 0 um, I'm going to let you guys talk about this first Arsenal fans just get it off your chest just say what you want to say and then I'll just yeah whatever <laughs> uh, Ed do you want to go first um, if you like their managers in prison. Their managers in prison. Managers in prison. Tottenham Hotspur, it's happened again. <laughs> Can we get a Chiellini up, please? Lay it on me. Is in prison. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. Come on. I, I think I think it was one of the funniest matches I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire football watching history. I don't. Think I, I right can't remember enjoying anything more. Oh, um, so class hat trick. By the way, <laughs> incredible hat trick. Hat trick. They yeah. were such good goals. That was one of the best hat tricks I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. The, the hat trick, the hat trick ceiling goal, the uh, the one that won the like won the tie. That was um, I think what? that was near uh, Pushkas Award levels of good. I thought that was a fantastic goal. It was like a halfway oh, line. The first goal was better. Elsa. Oh, the f- the first one I saw. I saw people criticizing Aurier, which I thought was very harsh. He he cut inside and shot so quickly. Aurier you can't, being criticized. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much to talk about with this game, but I think it was it was prime European football. The storyline was unbelievable. It's like it's like a scriptwriter type thing. Their manager was I don't know if he's in prison yet or if he's <laughs> just grimly awaiting his fate, but like either way, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, so I think I think it's on fraud charges as well, which is is it's even better for me. There's some joke in there about Mourinho being a fraud. Yeah, yeah. I can't there is, to there put is. it together. The, the you, got the wrong, you got the wrong guy. Yeah, you got the wrong man. There it is. That's the joke. <laughs> um, I, I, it's, it's weird. Like, I think, I think I'm think i so clouded by emotion at the whole incident. I like I can't really remember what the game was like. I I, I, I can very well. Uh, it was, it was again, one of the happiest moments of my life. I don't know why, because I don't even hate Tottenham like, like these two do at all. I just loved it. I just thought that it was so funny because all of the Tottenham players are good. I'm sorry, even the the worst ones are excellent, excellent footballers. And none of them, not one of them, played well at Turned all. Up. At all. It was so weird to watch like the your opponents whose name I've already forgotten again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they I'm look not. Like a world class side, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, genuinely, it wasn't. It wasn't even like it was close. They genuinely dominated Spurs for a hundred and ten minutes until Spurs were three 0 down. It was ridiculous. As good as that Orsic guy looks, not a single player on their team would get into Spurs' eleven. Not a single one. Oh, not even close. Not not in their wildest dreams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's only right, Ed, that you get a chance to talk at some length about this. <laughs> Uh, Dynamo Zagreb 3 Tottenham nil. If you'd caught me On Thursday after the game 
Um, I don't know what I would have said personally. I think I would have said a lot of stuff I regret, a lot of very nasty stuff that I didn't think would be right for this podcast. You know, stuff that goes beyond football, to be honest, because I was so so irate at some of the performances of the players and the managerial stuff and really everything. About it, all my frustrations with the club were condensed into one pure feeling of, of, of utter hatred and despair for the team that I have sworn to support for the rest of my life. Um, I can't hear any of you guys, by the way. Can you just... Oh, we'll just let you talk. Oh, we're, we're just <laughs> very <laughs> solemnly... <laughs> I think outside of, a, outside, of a, outside of a Tottenham perspective, I think it's one of those games where it's like a football, not a football miracle, so to speak, but it's one of those games where it's like, okay, that was, that was a special moment in the history of the game. And I can appreciate that even as, as a fan of the team that received such a, a beatdown, you know, Miroslav Orsic will never, ever score a hat-trick like that ever again in his life. It was magical, magical football. Football at its absolute best. And it just so happened that we were on the receiving end of that. That in and of itself is fine. If that was a, a one-time occasion, I'd be like, look, these things happen in football. These things always, in European football especially, these things always happen. But I just think with the quality of players we had in the field and the way those players approached the game, I think there was nothing short of of disgusting, to be honest. There's certain people there, and you, you you hear this all the time, that, oh, they should never play again. Eric Dyer, I don't think he should ever play for this club again. I, I'm not trying to ban someone, trying to joke. I don't think he should ever, ever play for it again after that performance. I think so he isn't good enough, first of all. Harry Winks, these are guys, I don't hate these guys. These guys, they're fine. They're okay footballers. I think they're just about Premier League level, but they're not good enough. Going more forward and more serious, really, Gareth Bale, what was that? You know, what was that? That was back to the old BS that I was seeing, you know, back to the old, I'm, I don't really give a shit about football. And obviously the defence, I don't know. So this is the thing. I didn't watch the game. And truth be told, I didn't watch the game. I don't like watching how we play at the moment. Um, and I thought it would be an unenjoyable game to watch, but nonetheless, we'd come through, we'd scrape through. We wouldn't play particularly well. It'd be a similar case as to Arsenal and Olympiacos where, we come through because of the hard work we've done the first tie. And it'd be just one of those things, you know, just those kind of Europa League games. But I turned it on at 2-0 because I thought, okay, this is serious. I need to watch this. This is a serious moment in this club's history in this season. And just disgusting, just absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I mean, my my emotions now, I've thought I've, you know, I've been thinking on this for a long time. If you, again, if you caught me after the game, I'd be I'd be screaming down the microphone. You know one wants to hear that. I'd be I was so upset. What happened was, well, as soon as they scored the third goal, turned the TV off, no emotions. I was there with like five of the people. No one cared about Spurs. You know, one gives a shit about football. Turned the TV off. I just sat in the chair. Didn't look at my phone. Didn't talk to anyone. I just sat in the chair, my hand, you know, against my face like that. And I was just like, this, this why do I do this? Same shit with the Arsenal game. But this was worse. This was absolutely worse because they didn't even, Dynamo's a grip like, Bang, average team that if we got in the group stage, I'd expect us to beat them comfortably both home and away. And their manager is spending serious time in the slammer as well. well, I actually would (laughs) argue that their manager being arrested or any controversy surrounding their manager would do anything but inspire their team. I I really don't think that would be too detrimental to the performance of the team on the pitch. It's just funny. Um, It's funny. No, trust me, it's hilarious. And really, (laughs) as we'll move on to in in the main episode, it can only happen to this fucking club. In oh, my really? eyes, at least, um, but I don't think that would severely, you know, be detrimental to the to the, the players' performance. If anything, I think they want to play a bit harder and they want to to prove themselves. And you know, at the end of the day, sometimes in football, you just got to be like fair play. This team, they played the game of their lives; they'll remember that for the rest of their lives. I will try to forget that as soon as possible. We move on. They'll get knocked out in the next round. They won't win the Europa League. They're not good enough. Miroslav Orsic will return back to the. To the average player that I'm sure he is, he won't he won't deliver a hat trick of of really Ronaldo esque quality. If you look at the, quality <laughs> of the, goals, the one thing I'm still angry about now is it wasn't like we did play poorly and our attitude was all wrong, and that's why I was very angry. But I was a bit angry as well because the goals we did concede, it's like you'd get those goals. They are one in every ten, one in every twenty games kind of goals. But we yeah. got we got two of them at least in the same game from the same player in a game yeah. that they needed to win 3-0. Like it, all these factors that come in, it really 
it's really an interesting point you're making because I think like I think you're right. I think you're bang on the money. Like I think there was a sense of inevitability after the first goal went in. I think Tottenham were doomed to go out because yeah. it just. And when the second we, one went in, we we both we were watching it and chatting at the time, but we knew what was going to happen in extra time. We knew what was going to happen. Sometimes you get that feeling, don't you? It's 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 like football scripting. It's like yeah. I don't know. Sometimes things are just going to happen. I remember um, when Hamilton and I, we were in Chelmsford while um, Roma were pulling off that comeback against Barcelona. And we were talking to each other and we were like, this is just Surely not. I don't know why. This is, this is definitely going to happen. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. you just get that feeling. I think it's when, when, Ronaldo just, when Ronaldo stepped up to take that free kick against Spain, That's the other one. I was like, yeah. goal. It's going goal. in. It has it to go had in. to be. We yeah. all knew it was going in. But, but, but it's think... right. Like, apart from the second goal, it was just a goal. That was just a goal. Like, nothing crazy about that. The first and, and third goals, those are the ones that when they go in against your team, you just think, I can't complain about that. Yeah. Like, absolutely. That's a fantastic absolutely. goal. I mean, Lingard for West Ham against against Arsenal State. I wasn't Fantastic pissed off. Goal. Brilliant goal. And it was just, I mean, yeah, Spurs, I, I didn't, I only switched on when their their doom was already apparent. But um, like, they, 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 from the sounds of it, they set up to play quite negatively. They were quite scared. Um, but you, you just don't expect that sort of thing to happen twice in a game against you. And, uh, and as well, like, t- towards the end of the game, I saw a, f- flurry of chances that Tottenham had where I every single one of them would normally be a goal like mm. the, the keeper cleared it off the line like twice and I just thought like again it's a couple right. of worldy saves no, yeah. It, yeah like it's comedy it's pure football comedy pure football <laughs> drama um but the thing is it, it all boils down to the fact that it didn't like that this is the most the thing that kills me every time like if we're Chelsea we, we breeze through that game. We don't. Nothing happens in that game. No one remembers uh, Dynamo Zagreb versus Spurs in the in the return leg. Nothing happens. Um, our attitude was all wrong, and we allowed a a so called miracle, if you can call it that, yeah. to happen. You know, we can't we can't facilitate for two of their players, the goalie and Orsic, having you know maybe no joke the best games of their entire careers, their entire lives. I'm like sure that goal when he cleared that, sure cane, was, yeah. that cane shot off the off the line. What you know? What? <laughs> How is that How? Not going in? What? But sometimes what that's just BS? going yeah. to happen. And I think actually, we what we haven't done yet is is draw what I think is a very apt comparison between the Arsenal game and the Tottenham game, which is like the Arsenal game and the Spurs game. They were the same game, except except a miracle happened in one of them. Like, yeah, yeah, that's just what I was saying before. That's that's why I was having to go at Arsenal. About them we were shit. We were fucking like, shit. If you came up against that that opponent, just when they were feeling like that, you go out in the exact same embarrassing fashion. That you know, game. if they had, if they had, if Socrates decided to score a hat trick that game, I, I'd have been like, you know, fuck, yeah. <laughs> fair play. <laughs> yeah, but but he didn't, and some guy got sent off, and we just we, we ended up we ended up losing 1-0 and no one will remember that game in a month's time. What should have happened to, be to Spurs? What, just on the actual game itself though, I, I, I'd like to talk to Ed about uh, Harry Kane in this game um, because I think the the accusation was levelled at him that there are too many of these moments where in the, the biggest of moments when, when Spurs need him, Kane lets him down. No, I think it's absolute rubbish. I think... If I could make a comparison, it's almost it's almost like you know when United do really really poorly in one game, suddenly it's all Paul Pogba. You know it's all his fault. These things magically come out about Paul Pogba that you know weren't there before, and it's a very easy, convenient, and to be honest, lazy media narrative that oh, and it, you know it's a very romantic thing to think that oh the reason why this amazing team or should be this team that should be beating this team every time isn't winning is actually because of their best player. Yeah, because of his attitude. Because it's lazy. You're right about that. It's lazy. This man has won golden boot after golden boot. He's won a golden boot at the World Cup. I can't. I don't even care to name you the amount of times he's performed in big moments. It isn't a discussion I'm willing to have. Um, You saw some of the chances that got saved. Like it's just rubbish. It's just rubbish. Rubbish uh, commentary on football. It's it's not even worth addressing. I agree. Um, yeah, Henri at Arsenal was, was, I mean, I see people try and do a gender about that where they say, oh, he scored in barely any finals. But it's like, in those games, it's, it's typically more about what your worst players are like. than yeah, your, exactly. in, the, in the Spurs case, you know, Kane was pretty anonymous, but he wasn't shit. Like, there were players like Ben Davis who were shit, 
they, they were yeah. the, they were the problem, not Harry Kane. I think a lot. I think the modern football commentary as well. Not to get too serious, I think it's almost you. People can conflate it with the narratives of basketball almost in the sense that they overvalue the importance of individual players. Like, is it Harry Kane's fault that Miroslav Orsic decided to have the game of his life? No. Did Harry Kane let us down on defence? No. Like, it really is nothing to do with Harry Kane. Truth be told, Harry Kane scored the two goals that put us into that position in the first place. It, yep. It's just such nonsense. It's such utter nonsense. I think with me, Harry Kane, I'm very biased. I really will not accept any kind of criticism with him. Yeah, I think that's fair. That is not worth discussing. I, no. I really, really don't do, think that. Do you... Uh, I mean, I personally, I fear for Harry Kane and Tottenham now. I don't. It's reached that level. I think we'll have an okay end to the season. And then this is what I kind of want to move on to from this game and to wrap up the European roundup. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Spurs crisis after that, and rightly so, to be honest. Um, Inquest. People were really, really upset about that game. I was very upset myself. And it was sort of pointed to the fact that we haven't improved. It's the same old, same old shit. And at least under Pochettino, we like the football, we like the guy, and we like the team. And when we lost, it was like, look, you know, we lost, but we tried, sort of, vibe. as pathetic as that sounds. Um, and so th- what I really <laughs> wanted to talk about was sort of the problems that come out of a game like this where... People, and you see fans from all clubs do this all the time. It's always the players, the manager, and the board. It's always the big three. It's always the board getting brought into this for some reason. In the Spurs case, with Pochettino, they failed him. Completely failed him. They didn't sign the players for a transfer window. We came second. They didn't sign anyone. Criminal. That is so embarrassing. With Mourinho, with Mourinho the board in no way is to blame for this. At yeah, all. no, they've at they've backed him to the hills. Him. I think the I think the the board is to blame for giving him such a long contract. Well, yeah, like, you, you've deal. seen his recent record. They gave him a three year deal, but if we, I, I under I'm under the impression that if we end his contract this summer, it will be for not too substantial a cost. So I don't think. I think contract-wise, I don't think it's anything to worry about. And I think Mourinho, when he came to Spurs, if you can remember before, he still was a manager of pedigree. I still believe he is now. But when he came yeah. in, he still won stuff with United. He didn't win Premier Leagues and Champions League, but he still won stuff. He's still not. He's still a very good manager. When, when, so Spurs, announced, right. when Spurs announced Mourinho, I was like, oh, they might, they might be on something here. Yeah, uh, well, I, thought, I thought it was a good call. To, to, to me, he was maybe the antidote to the whole Spursy thing. And for, the, for a while, it looked like that. So... You know, mm. it, fair play, it was a mistake, but I can see why the board did it. And yeah, as you say, like he got a lot of signings in summer. Uh, but but what? So what do you think? What's your ultimate point? Do you think? I think. Do you think it's, it's a more combination. to do with? I think the utmost problem with our team right now is the players. I don't think it's Mourinho. I think it's our spine of players. I think sixty percent of our players are not technically good enough to play for this team. Not technically good enough to compete to for top four to compete for trophies. I just don't think they are. And they've proved that. And I think Mourinho's tactics aren't well suited to players with such weak mentalities and weak overall def- performance levels, to be honest. I think, you yeah. know, when he's relying, and he does pick the team, but he doesn't go out there and, you know, let them concede free goals. I just, I think, and it's difficult for me to say as a Tottenham fan, but I, I have to say like, he is a manager that has won Champions League, league titles anywhere he goes. You know, this is not the first manager that this defence has let down. Strikingly similar to Poch, isn't it? Really, exact same thing coming yeah. up. But suddenly, it's all it's all Mourinho's fault. It's all him. He's all that. He has his problems. I don't want him to stay because I don't think his methods are good enough. But there's something. You know, I'm talking. I've got my list. Okay, I'll read out my list right now. Actually, <laughs> I have a list. Fucking list. Here we go. Aurier, Serge, fuck off. <laughs> Dyer, Eric. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alderviro Toby, thank you for your service. You've been a good man, but leave. <laughs> ben Davies. <laughs> what is there to say about that? Um, Harry Winks, simply not good enough. Harry Stinks, some would say. Harry Stinks. Harry Harry Stinks. Stinks. Well, that's five. Musa Suzoko, you seem like a really nice man, but <laughs> fuck off. Like You're not good enough. <laughs> you're just not good enough. You're simply, you've never been good enough. I, I hate how cutthroat an industry it is. I wish he could be a good player. I think he's such a nice guy. He's someone I really want to root for. I really want to be a good player. He just isn't, though. He just isn't a good player. Um, well, that's six. 
Who else is there? Joe Hart for the sake um... of it. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 done. The job be fucking done when you are fucking the least. Drop that. Yeah, <laughs> I really want to hear about a new manager coming into Spurs, and instead of like telling all the players he wants them to go, just playing that clip of Ed. <laughs> ben Davis. What is there even to say about that? Yeah. <laughs> ben just walks out the door. Show, <laughs> <showing> <laughs> the door. Like, new new manager comes in and up. calls him Harry Stinks. <laughs> 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 I haven't even mentioned Matt Doherty. I haven't even mentioned him today. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get too angry. He didn't even play in the game. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> he, he got bullied after the North I London. Think, um, needless to say, I never want to see him play. If we sell those players, <laughs> or for any club, and there's a next player as well. And I think you guys will will uh, will like what I'm about to say here. But I think Deli Ali has to go as well. I think his time's up. I think he hasn't. It hasn't been the return story that I, I prayed it would be. Anyway, uh, my final thoughts on the game, though, it you know, whatever way you spin it, from a Spurs perspective, it's an, it's a footballing disgrace. It's it's one of those those days you wish never happened to your club, but happened all too regularly. But if you look at it on the other on the other side of the coin, as a football fan, you know, these things. This is why you watch the game. This is why all the narratives, all the stories, the performance of certain players, this is why you watch the game. And so ultimately, I'm like, look, me even winning the Europa League compared to the, the untold joy that this team and the fans and general neutrals of the game would feel uh, from experiencing this result, fine. I'm too, I'm sure. too depressed to care about this bullshit <laughs> team anymore sure. to That's care about benevolent. something like that. Benevolent, if miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it, I would yeah, have said that, that on Thursday, though. Let me tell yeah. you, uh, that's sort of revised opinion. Speaking of the the joy of the game for neutrals, shall we just quickly touch on the this weekend's game? I think I'll start because my my game was probably the least interesting, but it's the reason why I'm not speaking in a depressed tone because I think last well not, not last night tonight a couple of hours ago, Aston Villa nil Spurs two. I think. That was one of the better performances I've seen in recent memory. I think the players that he picked, I don't know if you guys saw the lineup, but we picked Vinicius, we picked Lucas Moore again, Lacelsa 4 4 2. And especially in the second half, that the aggression, the the desire, and you know, these are such fan buzzwords, but seeing players that care, like Jaffet Tanganga, I want to give a little special uh, shout out to him. I've always wanted him to be in the team as a right back. I think he's so solid and he popped up with. with Couple blocks, great defensive positioning, and just you know, keep a clean sheet at Villa Park when Villa are playing as well as they are this season, even without Jack Grealish. That was a sign that okay, some of these players do care, and I know some of them do care. It's just the pricks that got left out that didn't play tonight, noticeable by their absence, Eric Dyer, namely Harry Stinks, all them. Of course, we won. Of course, we win easily to now because this squads are perfectly capable of doing so. Um, so that gives me a little bit of reason for optimism. I hope it works out for Jose. I really do. Don't hate him. I think he's just a man that's been lost to time, so to speak. Mm. Lost to time. Moved on to acceptance. Uh, a caveman in this mm. modern football world, yeah. But yeah, I think let's move on to the United game. Leicester 3, United 1 in the FA Cup. Um, So, like, gut-wrenching agony. Horrible, horrible pain. I really wanted to win um, because I thought we could win the, the competition. Honestly, pure, unmitigated, horrible pain. I lashed out at Hamilton on the group chat because I was in such a horrible mood. He deserved it. Um, <laughs> he did deserve it, though, I thought. Um, Cheeky bastard. You know, it wasn't like the embarrassments that we've just been talking about and that we will talk about later. It was a good game of football between two good teams and one team on the day was better than the other one. And that's that's okay. That happens. Yeah. Um, obviously, we didn't play our best, but we also had to make a lot of changes. And I don't want to be seen to be making excuses, but I'm going to make an excuse. I think that um, we played five games in the last two weeks, this being our fifth, and this was their second. Yeah. And I just think it's going to catch up with you. Of course it I, is. I do have a quick point on this, actually. I saw that apparently in the in the last uh, two games of football, Ollie only made one change. Well, one yeah, substi- one, as in one substitution, sorry. These are good. These are huge games of football. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think I think if he rotates and he takes off our best players, then he gets criticised for doing that. I, okay. I um, There were games we had to win. I touched on this a few weeks ago, I think, when we were talking about like getting towards the end of the season and having more competitions. And I think I remember saying, I feel like United might struggle towards the end of the season because they have a great starting lineup, but mm, depth-wise, mm, they, mm. they don't have it. Yeah. 
Like, if, oh, yeah, if, you're, no, I agree. if you're one one nil against Milan and you concede and it goes to extra time, you don't take off Bruno, Rashford. You can't. Yeah. Maguire, you, can't, you, you, can't. you can't. You can't. Who do you bring on? You have to, you, exactly. You can't, you can't be bringing on an 18-year-old who's never played a European game before. Like, you can't be doing that. Uh, I thought Rashford was very conspicuous by his absence today. Yeah, I thought I thought that without him we looked we looked just that bit less sharp, you know. There was that bit less fear that something was going to go on in the in the blink of an eye that Leicester would have to deal with, and and for that they could they can keep quite wide, not yeah. really watch behind them. I thought I think Brendan Rodgers is an unbelievable unbelievable manager. What he's Absolutely. done to that team, what he's done to those players, I think they now look like they're going to consistently fight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And they were just better than us on the day, and that 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 was okay. I didn't I didn't mind yeah. that too much. Le- Leicester were Leicester were very good. I think it was yeah. as simple as the best team, the better team won. Uh, yeah. Shout out, shout yes, out, Ian Acho as well. Oh, he's in Ian incredible Acho, form. What 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 a great what a great player, and I'm really happy for him. He he gave an interview after I don't know which game now. It's just the most beautiful. Oh, he seemed like a lovely guy. Lovely. Yeah. yeah, lovely and Nigerian as well. And I always root for that. And he yeah he's he's good. He lost his mum at a young age as well. Shout out Ian Acho. Yeah. Um, but I also want to shout out Mason Greenwood. We lost the game, but I thought Greenwood was unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's a very, very good player who has so much more to his game than than the gunman goals that, that, that he rose yeah. uh, we, with. We talked about it last week. I think he's a quality player. I think he's going to have a great career at United. Yeah. Um, I, one question I was going to ask based on the European roundup was, how do you see uh, Greenwood and Diallo coexisting for United? I think Greenwood's destined to play up top. Yeah, um, oh, just, he's just putting the pieces together in this game. You see it so much for young strikers; they have to play out wide for a bit. That's okay. I think I think he's destined to play up top, and I think that's okay because even though I think when he started playing out wide, it seemed like Rashford was playing out wide as a preparation to be a striker. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think he's a left winger. I think he's a bloody good one. And so, obviously, ideally, if all of them hit the hit the heights that they look like they could, my United front three five years time is is Rashford, Greenwood, Diallo. So, and that's nice. terrifying. So yeah, um, West Ham three, Arsenal three—a really, really good game. Even though I wanted both teams to lose, um, Pat, please take us away. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, a bizarre reflection of the West Ham Spurs game from earlier in the season. It seems like everything the North London teams do at the moment is directly in competition with each other. It was a game of football that, after it finished, I, I just didn't know what to think. Like. At the start of the game, I was miserable, absolutely miserable. I, I thought it could have ended. It was going to end like 6-0 and it would be a game that I would never, ever forget. You know, I'm not ecstatic with the result. 3-3 against West Ham is, is what it is. Uh, had a great time watching it in the end. It was, it was very fun. I thought we had a lot, of, a lot of good performances and a lot of quite surprising good performances in the end. I thought Callum Chambers was bizarrely good. I was really <laughs> for, impressed with Callum for Chambers. a player of very limited ability. You say um, that, but I, the the other memory I have of Callum Chambers playing at right back is another game where he was putting in the like, those sort of, they look very awkward height crosses. Yeah, at, at quite they, and he really like shoots him in at quite a pace. I mean, Dawson managed, had no trouble finishing that off. So. Yeah, right, great finish. <laughs> but like, he does seem to have pretty good like luck with people getting on the end the, of them so uh, i can't the tech complain on that you see that flicked outside of football over the top to lacazette Ooh, yeah i was watching gorgeous. that i was like where did, where did this come from i I, um, I mean i hate to be like reactionary but no but, you don't like yeah i love being reactionary <laughs> i i really enjoy it but having watched some really awful right backs all season he, i mean he looks like the best of the bunch he, yeah give him a go give him a go um, I mean, what is there to play for? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Lacazette, I thought, had a uh, talismanic performance. He was, oh my God, in the interview afterwards, I have never seen a man so sweaty. It was, it was like he'd done the ice bucket challenge or something. <laughs> I think he gets a lot of disrespect, rightly so, because, you know, he's fat and he's bad. But <laughs> he, the one thing... <laughs> The one thing that I you can never fought with him that you can definitely fought with loads of Arsenal players is I think his attitude is spot on. I think he always tries. I think he doesn't always come off for him. Yeah. He's always grinding as fat as he is. He's always running <laughs> in the box trying to arrive. Like, <laughs> I think you have to give him some credit. Yeah, you, like, you really can't follow him for that. I yeah. think it was all. I think he's also important in 
like he actually does drop for the ball a lot more than some of our other attackers. Like, yeah. especially in the first half of the season where we didn't have any tens like Odegaard or Smith Rowe in the team, you'd find we have like our three forwards. You'd have three forwards just standing on the def- like, like on their back line. Yeah. Like a huge gap. And then we just kind of pass it in a U because there's no one in the middle to facilitate anything else. So I think it was exhilarating. Yeah. Today he was quite good at dropping like in linking up play a little bit, yeah. even if he's not really got the, like the tech, like his passing isn't amazing, but no. like he, he does the job. Although uh, number 10, Lacazette at number 10 is an experiment I never want to see again or think about because <laughs> it was, it was like sandpaper for the eyes. Um, I think with his legacy though, Arsenal, I think, I do think Arsenal give their, their strikers, their number nine, such a hard time. Every number nine that I've seen, bar Henri, the greatest player in Premier League history, has been met with derision and constant abuse because they're not good enough. And maybe then no one's going to be as good as Henri. But I think Lacazette is one of those ones. He is a real one. He's a real G. He's not the best. Point, point of order. Tries. I would say Van, Van Persie. Yeah, Van RVP Percy. got a lot of. Then you abused him after he fucked off to United. So fucked off to United. If I think I think Lacazette's career at Arsenal has been one of one of disappointment, all things really? considered. Yeah, I, really? I've been very let down by him, um, and I, mean, I still I still think he should be one of the very first players out the door in the summer because he is one of the few that can generate some sort yeah, of revenue. We can, yeah, we can get some money for him, especially when he's in good form. Yeah, we, whereas got, like a got... lot of the people we need to get rid of. It's but like, you like I mean, you, you, saw it, you saw it like, last summer where we were like, we were just terminating contracts and yeah. sending people away instead of selling them because like, no one wants one to buy them. Very few. I'd argue, I know this might be controversial, I'd argue he cares more than Aubameyang does out there. Oh, definitely. I think he really cares and I think he really tries and I think he gets such fucking hate from Arsenal fans yeah. all the damn time. And obviously, I don't care. He's <laughs> Arsenal. Fuck him. He always scores against Tottenham for some reason. He does. But, like, you. Do you not think he? I don't think he's not been a resounding failure by any means. I think he's been no, he, fine. he's not. He's not. He's not been a resounding failure. But for the expectations we had when we signed him, he, all things considered, he had he's had a worse Arsenal career than Giroud easily. I think, and he was brought in to replace Giroud. So mm-hmm. he's like he was brought in to replace Giroud, and then six months later we bought Aubameyang to replace Lacazette, who's still at the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, oh, when 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 Lacazette leaves, there'll be a part of me which is sad because I do genuinely like the guy. He seems yeah, like a great personality likeable. to have in the in the club. He's he's very funny. I like making jokes about him, but ultimately I don't think we can get top four with Lacazette as our main striker because he. No. He's not good enough at impacting games. Uh, he's he's slow and he's weak, and I don't think that's good enough for the level we want to be at. But you are right; he does he does always try. He works hard, and it'll be sad to see him go. But I think he should go. I think a quick word on West Ham. I think they started really well. I think they are just a good team, coached by David Moyes. I just can't believe I'm saying that. Um, Two BS goals that 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 uh, Bowen goal that's the most disgraceful goal he's ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> West Ham. We'll talk about uh, a lot about West Ham actually on today's episode. But yeah, unlucky lads. That's football happened to us. So yeah, fuck you, basically. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it was a pretty extraordinary choke from them, though. They were so defensive, um, weren't they? That second half, so it, it's, again, like I didn't really feel it as an Arsenal fan, but I'm pretty sure most people watching when. When the three, when the goal happened just before half time, I bet a lot of people were like, "Ooh, ooh," because we started to to really dominate the game. Like in the last half, in in the last sort of twenty minutes of the first half, we had like eighty percent possession. Yeah, I thought uh, I do have a, just a couple more thoughts on West Ham and the game. I thought there were a ton of refereeing errors, but I thought they were quite balanced out for both teams. Um, I thought, I mean, like. Our, our second goal was from a quickly taken free kick, which was like identical to their one pretty much. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like, I mean, they, they conceded two own goals. What can you say? Um, very, mm. very unfortunate. But we did. I, I thought we were pretty good value for the draw. West Ham, I don't think they can feel very hard done by, to be honest. Uh, they, they played so well in the first few minutes. I was like, what team is this that I'm watching? Like, is this the best team in the country? because uh, that's how we were making them look and then and then I was like oh no 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 this is West Ham they've just conceded three really stupid goals but yeah what a game West Ham will be 
obviously more gutted with that than Arsenal. But I don't think really anyone's happy with that. If I wasn't um, a Tottenham fan, I would have really enjoyed that. But I kind of wanted both teams to somehow like fall. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the, the non-Arsenal fans, um, what is your perspective on uh, how Arsenal as a club have reacted to the result? The, the Arsenal social media page has been, you would have thought we won 3-0. I actually haven't Arsenal. seen it because I don't follow much Arsenal social media. But as I, as, I, as I did say, I think Arsenal was so done. <laughs> We're finished. I think the wor- the worst part about following Arsenal on social media is those fucking Pez animations. Oh, <laughs> when we scored, <laughs> it's so embarrassing that we're peddling that shite. Pe- Pez animations, uh, betting adverts for a company I have never heard of, um, and then the uh, more than any other like English football team, Ars- the Arsenal admin have a habit of saying like great dub and stuff like that yeah so bad. Oh, <laughs> i look at it i'm just like oh fuck off i think arsenal <laughs> spurs are in some kind of like blood pact like some sort of kind of <laughs> unbreakable <laughs> embarrassing bond to be the most embarrassing team in north london like just when i think my team has has done all it possibly can to embarrass itself and become the embarrassment of north london arsenal concedes three within 25 minutes whatever yeah. it was <laughs> To West Ham, and it is West Ham. Come on, it's not, it isn't Man City where you'd be like, what, you know, if it was Man City and the same result, you'd be like, wow. I think that 3 3 against Spurs, I don't know. And I, of course, later down the line, well, I'd be willing to talk to some West Ham fans on air about this, but I think that is their result of the season in terms of their comeback. Before that game, they were in the depths, in the pits, and that first half of football, we were up 3 0. It was so easy. Like I, I was that, that was prime Spurs at that point as well. Yeah, their upturn, our downturn. I think literally can be traced to that game. Yeah, that was when um, Spurs won the won the league in November, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. we, we we were absolute class in that first forty five. And I was like, West Ham's no chance. Lanzini doesn't score that last minute goal. They still lose. Like they have a nice comeback, and I think they don't. This is just a squad that we're seeing right now that's just high on confidence. It's not high. You're on saying that if. If West Ham didn't score the equalising goal, they would have lost. <laughs> well, there's cutting edge analysis always on the pace of our podcast. <laughs> and that is only evidence of that fact. I just think, like, such an inspirational result can change a season. It's so, yeah. so cliché. Yeah. Yeah. It won't change Arsenal's season. What We're gonna, The next Ham? game, we, I don't even know who we've got next, but we'll concede within two minutes. I'm so sure of it. We've done it, like, Every game this season, it's just like yeah. oh, two minutes. Like I can't even think of a shit enough player to give us an example of having <laughs> scored against us in the first two minutes. But you it's can just every week, bet, and it's you can bet they pay for us. So, absolute final thoughts, Arsenal fans. Please let me know. Uh, bubbling cauldron of Barclays. <laughs> Entertaining game to watch. Our league season's over, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> 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 I think you, you definitely embody Arsenal fans better than I do Right, so that is pretty much it for this week's roundup If you did enjoy it, please follow it on Spotify Rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts And share it with your friends Catch us again this Wednesday Where we will be discussing all of your club's embarrassing moments But until then, have a good one <laughs>